Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. Another good day of situational work. Um, I thought we got something out of that. Um, some really good situations there in the two-minute. Thought our guys competed today, which was good to see. Um, thought the defense bounced back a little bit in the seven-on-seven seven down there in the red area. So that was that was good to see those guys uh, bounce back. I think our guys are competing at a high level, um, and, and so it's fun to it's fun to see. Um, you know, we'll kind of turn our attention this afternoon a little bit to start getting ready for. For uh, for Houston, um, so that's kind of where we're at right now. Will uh, Will Andy Dalton start the game? And yeah, look. So so I'm I'm just going to say this about the the players that will or won't play in the game. Um, we haven't we discussed that last night as a staff. I haven't had a chance to to visit with the players, so I'd really rather make sure that I get a chance to visit with the players before I do, you know. Uh, divulge anything in terms of who's going to play or who's not going to play in the game. On that line, though, do you philosophically have a? We're going to stay on that line. Well, yeah, like <laughs> not the specifics, but like, do you want to see guys play? I mean, do you yeah, feel like yeah, um, yeah, I do, and and yet, look, there's, you know, there's some guys that I feel like I got a pretty good idea, um, you know, what I'm what I'm what I'm going to be getting. Um, there's some. Some really good competition in a, in a couple of spots that you know we got to see some game action to 
to evaluate. And so, um, yeah, so will they play? You know, there'll be a group of them that'll there'll be a significant number that'll play, but there'll be some that, that uh, won't see any or, or, or not a lot of action. With no tackling at practice for running backs, is this like the first real game? I mean, certainly can't tell if somebody can break a tackle and nobody's tackling, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, but it's not—it's not just running backs. It's, I mean, the the tackling part of the game. You know, we've got to experience that defensively. You know, we we haven't tackled yet, so it'll be good to get out there and actually play a real live game and and, and have some tackling going on. Um, anybody that possesses the ball um, has to understand that it's different when we're in a thud tempo than when we're tackling to the ground, and uh, we got to make sure that we're protecting the football. So. Um, and, and you don't really get to experience that until you actually go through it. And so that's 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 the part of the game that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, when it comes to running backs, is it easier to evaluate them when you're if they play like an entire quarter and get in a groove, or is it better to see everybody with the ones with the first offensive line? Or whatever? Um. Well, it's it, it's kind of all relative a little bit. You know, um, typically, if you're in with the one offensive line, you're probably seeing the one defense. You know, and as you get with the second or third offensive line, you're typically seeing the second or third defense. So I think it's kind of all relative. I do think that it's important to kind of allow guys to get in and, and, and get a few plays and kind of get in the groove a little bit rather than, you know, subbing out every other play. So, um, you know, we'll have a plan to, to work those guys and, and, and try to have a um, you know, a, a rotation where they're kind of getting in and getting a little bit of work, not not really just in and out. Now, Dennis, speaking of uh, the running back position, and obviously the first game, uh, is that maybe the Mike said you'll kind of know, you know, you always keep him on a list like uh, uh, Malcolm Brown. Uh, to get the more younger running backs the opportunity, like whether Zigbo or whether Abrams. Well, yeah, look, certainly, um, you know, we got some guys that we really need to see. I mean, you mentioned Zigbo and, and Abram Smith. You know, those are guys that we want to be able to see. We want to be able to see, you know, Tony Jones get out there and, and, and carry the football. So, um, so yeah, I think that's a good competition that we got in that in that room, and, and uh, uh, we want to have an opportunity to kind of evaluate the, what those guys can do. Dennis, I know, I know last summer you guys had four quarterbacks in part because if Taysom was ever not going to be the starter, you wanted to look at Trevor Simeon as a backup. Oh. You, is it just the numbers game set three this year, or did you consciously want to make sure Ian Book got a lot more reps? Well, I think, yeah, I, I think I think that was a lot of it. Um, you know, it's all a numbers game, um, and so I think that was part of the part of the equation uh, that we really wanted to have an opportunity to get that because really the fourth quarterback doesn't get much work uh, in camp, and so you're carrying the extra roster spot uh, that we could use. For a positional player, so um, you know, and then obviously, look, we signed KJ Costello to uh, be the third quarterback in, in this game, and and uh, and we'll see where he's at from a mental standpoint. You know, if he gets in the game or, or gets some reps. And, and in turn, how much have you seen all the reps the book is getting this summer compared to last summer? How can grow and develop? Well, look, I think I, I've definitely seen some improvement. Um, he's still. You know, it's got a ways to go, uh, but I've seen some improvement just in terms of 
understanding the offense, being able to get in and out of the huddle, like simple things that you don't really think of. Um, I think he's much improved in that area. I think he's more confident with what he's doing. Um, you know, I think one of his skill sets that I really like is his, is his ability to kind of go off schedule a little bit. Um, I think that's uh, at times when, when I've seen him kind of be at his best. So um, I, I, I see him getting some significant action uh, in this preseason game. Seems like you guys have looked at it. I have one right here real quick. Trevor having to learn where the line is as far as his competitiveness, not just Saturday, but these next five things y'all are going to do out of town. Yeah. Is that important? Look, I, is that his so I would say, guys? so I would say this, I would say, yes, it's important, but I would also say that I think, um, I think it's getting way more attention outside of our building than it probably uh, needs. Um, you know, I see a guy that plays hard, extremely hard on every single play. Um, are there some times where we got to pull back the reins a little bit? Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't classify that any differently than anybody else. Um, he just plays hard and he plays from, from snap to whistle. And that's what you want him to do. So um, I kind of like it. It seems like you guys have taken a look at a handful of guys from the USFL. How does that lead maybe change scouting? Or does it help put guys on the radar or anything like that? Well, I, I think one of the things it does is because these guys just finished playing a season, they're in shape and kind of football shape and ready to go. And I think that's one of the important things that you that you have to see when you bring guys in for a workout. Um, the the first thing you're you're looking for is a guy that's going to be available because um, typically you're bringing guys in more often than not because of some sort of an injury um, where you have some depth needs at a position. Um, and so having those guys be in shape and ready to play is, is uh, I think, is a big deal. But, but, but you also get, like, that was, I mean, you see them in the spring and, and they're playing real football. It's a good evaluation. Coach, beyond the, the game plan that he's playing, for you personally, are there any kind of, like, pre-game rituals or anything that might just change for you before the first preseason game now that you're the head coach? I'm going to be honest with you. I, I mean, there's responsibilities that change. I don't know about rituals. Um, I'm just going out there to coach a football game. All right. I mean, that's Dennis Allen right there. No nonsense, man. Straight up, straight up, straight down, straight to the point, man. Shout out to the great Saint Dank Tank and the Black and Gold Nation, the Who That Nation. Thank you guys for Joining me for this installment of the Sports Coma entitled Saints Camp 2022, Day 14 is Laddie Daddy returns to fold back to the team. Good to see him out there uh, doing his thing as DA opens up the stream. So much love to the fam. And like I've been saying for some time now, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys where we have intense, entertaining, educating and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports camp. Uh, family. I'm Big Q. I'm in the building. Much love to the family. Appreciate y'all being in a live stream on this one. Scoob, shout out to my dog Scoob. What it do, pimpin'? Big shout out to you, Muse. What's up, Queen? Shout out to you, Kai. Okula, Marty, be kind. Brother Jerry's in the building. Josh Goat23 is Poppy. Brandon, St. Marcus, Tory. What's up, brother Tory? Trey Joseph. What's up, Trey? GM Kev is in the bill. In the building, Yen is in the building. Shout out to you, fam. Good to see you, brother. Eric's in the building as well, Mr. Pops 3000. St. John, what's happening, brother? Shout out to you. What's up, Brute Saint? Who that to you, fam? 
Shout out to you. All right, Jay Survivor. What's up, Jay? St. Marcus is in the building. Young City Night Ward is in the building. Shout out. What's up, Brother Troy? Shout out, fam. Appreciate you as well. Shout out to the entire Who That Nation, man. Farouk, what's up, Farouk? Shout out, fam. What's up, Eddie? Who that to you, fam? AJ's in the building as well. Shout out, Carla. What's poppin'? Queen, Cutter. What's up, Cutter? Is in the, in the building. Ryan, what's up, fam? Shout out to you as well. And good to see all the black and gold family members. What's up, Lori, baby? Who that to you as well? Much love, fam, to everybody, man. If I didn't get your name, shout out to you as well. And thank you for being in the, in the stream. What's up, Brian? Brian Pearson as well. Tayno, what's up, baby? Shout out to you as well. Who that Dana? What's up, Zoidy? Uh, all the family members, man. Welcome on in. J-Rock, 504 Code, B-Mac. What's up, baby? Shout out Pelicans and Saints News is in this thing. Water Roses, that's my boy. Revolt is in the building. Joe, what's up, bro? Joe Thomas, Godfidence is in this stream as well. Shout out to the whole fam, man. Thank y'all for being in this thing, man. Appreciate y'all for joining us. So as you heard, DN, uh, DA, excuse me, bring in open up the show uh and drop some science man and and uh this one as we are on the cusp of the first preseason game of the da era for the black and gold and he's a no-nonsense guy that gets straight to the point and he knows what he needs to do man and pretty much when you're da you'll be operating from the head coaching position he will be the guy just overseeing it like we always said we want it now a lot, a lot of the well-wishing we've been saying for years how we wanted it to work. Like we won't uh, you know, have a guy that oversees, has some guys that's really good at what they do, that know what they need to do, offense, defense, special teams, and he just merely acts as an overseer to watch everybody so he's not in particularly uh, uh, too much into one thing or other. You know, he's just right there making sure he sees. So let Pete Carmichael in the offensive staff, he has that input prior to the game and in the game, ultimately letting those guys operate defense got two defensive coordinators. Remember that you got co-coordinators operating on the defensive side with Ryan Nilsson and coach Chris Richard. So it'll look, it, it's going to look a lot different than what we're accustomed to seeing, but DA will operate pretty much as an overseer and you know, trust his offensive and defensive and special team coordinators to do what they are supposed to do and handle the business of football, man. So I'd be looking, looking, really focused and seeing how that will look as well. What's up, Uncle Deuce? Shout out to your fam. Good to see you in this mug as well. Shout out, fam. Yeah, very excited. I know I see Joe is excited <laughs> as we getting close to, I'm not really, you know, I'm happy to see football, even if it's of the preseason variety, man. I'm, you know, I'm ready to go, man. Let's whatever, man. Let's, let's get the football on. Let's get the college football on. Let's get it cracking, man. We're getting, you know, really close to this here thing. All right. So anyway, man, let's get it going, man. And this thing is we're going to go over several news notes and items. Please feel free to hit the like button, fam. If you hit and hit the like button, make sure you hit the like button for me. Feel free to share the show links in your social media feed. Hit the notification bell if you're new to the stream as well as we get going. And up in this one, we're going to start off with the notes and observations from day 14. We'll go over some of the announcements the Saints came out with today announcing some roster moves via the New Orleans Saints.com. We also have some players to watch in the first preseason matchup. We'll have a early breakdown or not a breakdown, but a preview of some of the games courtesy of Canal Street Chronicles. And then, of course, the Taysom Hill article about Taysom switch to tight end. 
you know, so we'll talk about and go over that article. Then we'll close out the stream. I'm not going to have a long show today on this Thursday, but I appreciate you guys for being in this thing. What's up, brother T Scott? Uh, big ups to you, fam. Appreciate you as well. So with that being said, let's hit the like button and get right on up, up in this thing. Uh oh, hold on here, fam. <laughs> Give me just a second here. I'm going to get it, get it where it's supposed to be. All right. There we go. All right. All right. There we go. All right, so Saints training camp notes and observations. Day 14, Thursday was the final practice for the Saints family to take a look at the team for 10 days as the team is on to the preseason for preparation against the Texans. Dropping this scoop by uh, Hendricks uh, over at the Saints News Network. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is a source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Wake up at Holiday Inn Express to a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. Count on all the hot, fresh coffee you need and an incredible breakfast buffet that has something for everyone, like eggs, cinnamon rolls, and even hot, fresh pancakes with all the toppings you crave. Next time, do yourself a favor and stay at a Holiday Inn Express with a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. So, when you wake up at Holiday Inn Express, you'll wake up happy, a part of IHG Hotels and Resorts. Network shout out to them. Please feel free to go over there and check out their news website, share their articles with all of our uh, uh, people that we like to uh, read from, whether it's news, uh, Saints News Network, Saints Wire, Canal Street Chronicles. They're all terrific and feel free to share the hell out of their articles. Saints wrapped up the final practice of the week on Thursday as the team started indoors again before going outside to battle some periods of rain in and out with the rain. Man, it's been that way. Over this past week and more, fam, is consistent rain in the area, man. But anyway, in attendance, laddie daddy returns to practice was the big news of the day as he was present for the walkthroughs in the indoor period. We then shifted outside. He was doing some side work with strength and conditioning coach Charles Bird. Among those not spotted at practice included, of course, we know about Jameis, Pete Werner, Alante Taylor. Zach Bowen. Now, remember, we talked about Zach Bowen. He was present for the first time in a while doing some side work with a trainer. Jalil Johnson was also spotted later inside doing individual work. Dennis Allen said Taylor's injury is not serious. That's what I like to hear. And that he's dealing with a hip flexor or something like that, as you heard. Now, new faces include uh, uh, the new quarterback, a new cornerback and the new safety. We're going to go over all of that. Marcus may have had a veteran's rest day, but was present for some of them walkthroughs there in the game. All right, an offensive walkthrough notes as broken down by Mr. Hendricks. The Saints were working on the goal line packages today. The look consisted of Taysom Hill, Adam Troutman, James Hurst, Andrews Pete, Eric McCoy, Cesar Salad Ruiz, Landon Young, and Jawan Johnson. 
The list of subs rotational players included AK-41, Marquez Calloway, Adam Prentice, Mark Ingram, Ryan Big Check, Ram Check, Michael Kank, God Mike Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Kevin White, and Tony Jones Jr. Andy Dalton took first team snaps with, with uh, Jameis out. Defensive walkthrough notes. Defensive line had Cam Jordan, Contavia Street, Shy Tuttle, Malcolm Roach, David Onyemata, and Carl Grandison with their six-man look on the defensive line. Demario Davis, Caden Ellis were at the linebacker with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, P.J. Williams, and Marcus May in the secondary. Now, those subs included passing Yo Davenport, Bradley Roby, Laddie Daddy, Chase Hansen, and Mr. Eric Wilson. Now, talking going into the seven-on-seven work, defense had a much better outing today working in the red zone. Dalton went two of six this time, didn't connect on his first four passes defensively. The Saints rolled with Roby, Adebo, and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Demario Davis, Eric Wilson, P.J. Williams, and Tyron Matthew. Now, Chauncey got things started. Now, Chauncey had a better day at camp, man. He had it on his mind. He got toasted several times yesterday, but he he, he stepped up this 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 today and did a, had a better outing. With a pass breakup on the curl route in the end zone intended for Jarvis, Bradley Roby followed that up, having a nice pick in the back of the end zone. Guarding Chris Olave, the next two passes from Dalton were overthrows in the end zone to Nick Vanette and Traquan Smith. Dalton finally got on board with a Devani Zigbo completion to the flats for a short game. Final play saw, saw Callaway score on a slant route working against Sorensen. Now, Ian Book uh, fared better. He went four of six in the drill. His first two passes were both scores hitting Devani Zigbo on an angle route with Caden Ellison coverage. His second hookup was to Quan Baker in the left end zone. The play was a bit long, so it had resulted in a sack if it was in real time. Now, Book's next two passes were to Chris Olave, with one being overthrown to the back of the end zone, the other going off of his hands. Aesop Winston sighting was able to lose Brian Mills in coverage on the next play for the score, and things closed out with Taysom touchdown off a rub route in front of Quentin Meeks. 11-on-11 11 work. Just two periods of this as, the, as they first worked in the red zone. The second was situational football operating in a two-minute offense. Greenwich, Penning, and Nick Martin, the, the uh, center, all subbed in during this period with passing you and Peyton Turner off the edge defensively. Andy Dalton finished two of three while Ian Book was one of one. Now, Dalton's first pass was a score down the seam to Troutman. He was able to open, you know, was able, uh, he was wide open. As he, as he looked like there was busted coverage, Ingram had a short run off the left side. Matthew broke up a pass intended for Elvin Kamara. Chris Olave then had a touchdown in the back left of the end zone. Tony Jones had a short run, and Nick Vanette making an exceptional play in the back of the end zone to score with a great catch and tiptoe. We need to see more of that from you, Nick Vanette. We need to see more of that. Book series started with an outside run to the left with the Devani Zigbo, with Jordan Brown getting a good run stop. Then Jawan Dixon. Did his thing, very physical curl route against Quentin Meeks for the first completion. Taco Charlton had a sack on the next play working against Sage Dockstader. He did throw the pass and it was broken up by Chase Hansen. Now, Abram Smith had two good runs inside for touchdowns and Devani Zigbo was stuffed in a run play by Big Shy Tuttle. Second set of team drills was so hot for the offense, so Dalton wasn't so hot. So Dalton finished two of six as he started with a J.T. Gray pass breakup on Chris Olave on a deep middle route. He followed that up by hitting Jawan Johnson on the crossing route as he was wide open. Now, Chauncey had a pass breakup on the pass intended for Olave on the next play as Tony Jones had a short run after that play. He said, then we got two plays in which the defense jumped off sides. 
give good awareness and credit to James Hurst for helping. He also looked pretty good on the way, winning a few big reps. Carl Grandison jumped first, then Peyton Turner jumped after, immediately replacing him. But both had uh, to do push-ups for the error. Good to see that happening. Dalton tried Michael Thomas off the deep sideline, but it wasn't on target. Defense closed out with a pass breakup in the end zone by Tyron Matthew against his buddy, Jarvis Landry. Now, Ian Books did slightly better on the clock against him, having some good tempo on the drive. However, things didn't start out well as Dixon had a, a drop on the curl route. Then Peyton Turner had a sack the next play, then settled in the complete three straight, including the deep middle shot to Quine Baker. The next two went to Devine Zigbo and then Baker again. This time on a slant, and Aesop Winston Jr. had to drop after that, then passing you and Jordan Jackson combined for a sack. Then the final three plays saw Abram Smith catch a pass in the flats for short game. Then Dixon had a sideline grab from and with, with Sorensen and Brown around him. And on the final play, he tried Aesop in the end zone, but it didn't work. Now the bounce back day was Chauncey Gardner Johnson had a really good practice. Yesterday wasn't really favorable on the one-on-ones, but he certainly bounced back. Something Allen said in the presser helps him, uh, you know, helps bring some context to the table for those who do worry, saying it's a little bit skewed towards the offense. He, it's just a single route. The quarterback knows where he's going with the ball. He's not having to read any defense, so it's just the receiver versus the defensive back, and they got the whole field really to work with. That's from DA. And he also said after practice when asked, I've seen him make some plays. I've seen him look like Ducey. And so that's been good to see. Look, we love the player. He's been a big part of what we've been able to, to accomplish defensively here. So that's good accolades and respect for Ducey. But at the end of the day, do you want to pay Ducey? <laughs> or pay Ducey what Ducey thinks his value is? We shall see. Super Clutch Lutz. There you go. Another perfect day for Will Lutz going 4 for 4 in less than ideal conditions outside. He's 30 of 31 in training camp. Meanwhile, Giant Parker Romo ended up four of six, missing two um, wide left. No details yet. The preseason outlook is still a bit cloudy right now. Dennis Allen said they're all going to work the details of the reps such this afternoon. The players also didn't know what to quite expect yet, but we'll know more later. We do know several players are really looking forward to action, including our rookies in Pennant and Olave. And then what's next? Friday is the travel day for the Houdat Nation to know what's on tap for the black and gold tomorrow. Well, here it is. Friday is the travel day for the team. And then obviously the game on Saturday, the team is supposed to be off on Sunday and will travel up to Green Bay for joint practices with the Packers on Tuesday and Wednesday. And then, you know, we'll see how that is. We'll keep up the coverage and follow them as the black and gold go on the road. So there you go in the camp day. 14 breakdown very intriguing interesting uh going to see the texans man and to see anybody uh, outside of them practicing against the same guys will be cool to see them kind of rough up some other guys and rough up the texans so it'll be good to see that then we follow on to kind of do our thing against the green bay packers as well so let's move on to the next one all right this one's live from new orleans saints.com new orleans saints announced their roster moves and the latest moves is it's been a busy week in the black and gold with people getting hurt. And of course, the Saints constantly bringing people in to replace people that get hurt. Uh, this is this is the way of training camp. It's very physical. So let's look at it. as New Orleans Saints have signed defensive back Brian Allen. That's right. Quarterback K.J. Costello and defensive back Jake Corner. They placed defensive back Brian Thompson or Bryce Thompson, excuse me, on injured reserve. That's that. Well, that that's that's a positive, meaning that he'll be able to bounce back on IR. So. 
and then they terminated the contracts of both Malcolm Brown. We know we released them. Now it's official. This is their official commentary that they re they released Malcolm Brown and defensive tackle Jaleel Johnson. So we know Brown's out the door, but now Jaleel Johnson is out the door, which is it gives guys like uh, Big Jordan Jackson even more opportunity to step up in that thing unless the Saints decide to bring another uh, uh, defensive end in to kind of help out or defensive tackle in uh, in camp. But Jaleel Johnson is gone, and so is Malcolm Brown. Now, Allen, who's six foot three, 215 pounds, originally uh, selected by the Steelers in the fifth round, big cornerback, man, 6'3". Uh, out of the 2017 NFL draft out of Utah, uh, the Texas native has appeared in 19 career regular season games, with so one start for the Steelers back in 2017 and 18 season. He was with the Niners in 2020, the Browns in 21, and recorded three solo tackles and three special team stops. In 21, Allen appeared in two contests for the Browns after initially being signed to the practice squad mid-December. He played in 42 career games with 12 starts for Utah and total 62 tackles, 14 passes defense with five interceptions with that with that uh, statistics in the Pac-12. Now, Costello, who's the young quarterback we picked up, we covered some of this yesterday, so I ain't going to go over his whole bio. 6'5", 225-pound quarterback, has a strong arm, and is pretty de pretty accurate in his passes. Now, from what we're hearing, word on the street is that you're going to see Costello in, in, in the preseason. So, you know, we'll see what he looks like here. Uh, as you can look at some of his stuff right here, Look at his statistics, man. He was uh, he played for Stanford, and then he also played for Mississippi State. And I, you know, in, in those are pretty good places to be. Look at his his uh, his production, fam. I just wanted to show y'all this. You know, and we know he just could possibly be a camp on, but look at the percentage. Look at the production that he had. He had over seven thousand yards in in his college career with fifty five touchdowns. That's with Stanford, and that's also with Mississippi State. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. And if, of course, you go down, he can see that his record, him at the quarterback helm was nine and four. He even took him to a bowl victory. And then it goes in intricate down here and see what he does. So, yeah, he also I remember him because he jumped on my radar because of what he did to the Tigers. Uh, he had a big game against LSU. And I was like, who the hell is this? You know what? <laughs> That's like, you know, what happened with uh, y'all remember that, that part of the, the, the scene? In uh, the first uh, Coming to America movie with Samuel Jackson made his appearance. <laughs> Did y'all remember what Samuel Jackson? Y'all remember what Samuel Jackson told the man? Y'all remember that? Did y'all? <laughs> what was it? What exactly was it he told him? <laughs> Never mind. Don't repeat it. All right. So anyway, yeah, this was pretty good, man. Good numbers. I, and then, of course, the last player was safety corner. Jack Corner, uh, six feet tall, 204, was a four-year guy, three-year starter. Uh, had a lot of production, 217 tackles there. So the Saints, once again, what they do is they get these uh, college guys to come in. And a lot of the college guys they bring in are guys that have a lot, a lot of experience. And like they're saying, Corner had three years as a starter in his four-year career. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, so this is the, some of the players the Saints add. Brian Allen, a big cornerback, man. We, we'll see what he looks like. Costello's intriguing, even though he's a camp arm. And, you know, I'm I still very positive. I, I still like some of these additions. And remember, Malcolm Brown, we know he's no part of the running back rotation. They got him up out of here. And Jalil Johnson, 
just to let you know, Jalil Johnson, the interior defensive tackle, is no more with the black and gold. He is out of here. Okay. All right, so let's move on to the uh, next article right here. Players to watch in the Saints' first preseason matchup as provided by our friends at the Canal Street Chronicles on the scoop. Uh, Lucas uh, and Lofredo drops the science as the Saints football is officially back in full swing. The team will travel to Houston on Saturday to take on the Texans in their first preseason matchup. Many young players as well as older veterans will be showcasing their talents in a battle to make the 53-man roster. There have been more positive reports coming out of training camp practices about how many players making great impressions on the team thus far based on the talent and the depth. So it'll be very interesting to see exactly how it all shakes and folds. So with that being said, here's some of the players highlighted as possible standouts and ones to watch in the Saints very first preseason game under the Dennis Allen administration. Alante Taylor is a guy right there. Of course, you heard what he said. I doubt Alante uh, will play in this matchup because of the, the hip flexor, so I'd be surprised if he gets an opportunity, but let's see. Say, yes, Taylor's a highly drafted prospect, but his position group gives no room for slacking with a deep cornerback room full of proven players like Laddie, Daddy, Adebo, Roby, and Chauncey Gordon-Johnson as nickel. Uh, Taylor will likely need to make himself known in the preseason to earn his minutes on the defense. The talent level and the physical attributes are all there. The competition is the only question mark on where he stands come week one. So, what he does is he makes the Saints a secondary room a hell of a lot better is what with a guy like Alante Taylor does, you know. So let's keep it moving, man. The next one. So about Alante, I don't know if Alante Taylor plays in the, I will be surprised if he does with that hip flexor. They said it wasn't serious, so you never can tell. So we'll see. All right. The next guy on the list is Contavia Street. Now, Contavia Street is one of the most interesting names for me personally, mostly due to the uncertainty behind David Onyemata at the defensive tackle position. Here are a few players that were known as mostly rotational guys such as Malcolm Roach, Shai Tuttle, that are pushing for the starting role, but Street has put his name into the conversation. He also gets to, to pair back uh, with his former college coach, Ryan Nilsson. Remember, a lot of it, he believes he can unleash some untapped potential with his game. That's right. And we knew, because Ryan Nilsson, that's where the Saints find him at over there in North Carolina State. That's when Coach Payton, Got rid of his homeboys like Bill Johnson and uh and uh, what was the linebacker Joe Vitt got him up out of here, got the old suckers up out of here, and brought in fresh new talent. And Ryan Nelson was one of those guys where he did his due diligence, went out and find Ryan Nelson, made him the defensive line coach. And Ryan Nelson, I said this guy is going to be a winner because he's passionate. He's going to come in and he's going to help redefine the game of these guys. And when Ryan Nelson came in, Cam was already stellar. He took Cam's game to another level, man. He really did, and he did that with a lot of the Saints' uh, defensive linemen. Helped their games get to the next level. And he that's this is a great point, and we talked about that before in the coma, that Contavious Street is familiar with Ryan Nielsen from the college days, and hell yeah, he can unlock his potential. Contavious Street is a, a guy, I've said this when they sign him, that Contavious Street going to push Shai to a lot of that position, unless he is hurt or, you know, whatever. But outside of that, if Contavious Street is healthy and Shai is, is healthy, Catavia Street's gonna take that job from him. Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, Cricket customers! The Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a nutcracker! Cozy up to all the holiday classics like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8 film collection. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. 
Phone plans, streams, and standard definition programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash career slash USBP. That was one of the, the spots on the defensive line that wasn't settled. That Shy Tuttle position wasn't settled. Contavious Street will get that job. You watch and see. All right, the next guy on the list is Kirk Merritt. Good call on Kirk Merritt. Probably one of his favorite players to hear about this whole training camp. It seems like every day a report comes out saying how intriguing Kirk Merritt has been so far. Merritt would probably make the team any other year. He, he, he's coupled that with his training camp performance with a decent preseason, but with the depth at the wide receiver position this year, it will likely have to be outstanding in the next few weeks to send one of the top five or six guys packing Harvard. Merritt's unique quickness and electric playmaking ability should should definitely land him on the practice squad if all else fails. Listen, we had the a talk uh, on the Hoodie Show uh, last night uh, about the top four or five guys. Well, we already know who the top three guys are. You know, it's no need to say that. But the next uh, spots four through six, uh, four, five, six, those spots, if they decide to keep wide, uh, six wide receivers, they might say five, but then again, they might say, okay, we need to have six guys. If they do keep six, usually they, they probably keep five, but if they do keep six, merit name should be in the discussion. But it's it's a very competitive room. Uh, Traquan Smith is there, and I don't know if the Saints say, well, we kind of steady with Traquan because he's a good blocker. He does all this stuff. But Merritt has blazing speed, and he has a special teams acumen with him too. So we'll, it, it'll be very interesting to see what happens. But I really don't envy Dem, Dennis Allen when the time comes to pick those wide receivers. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I really don't envy what he has. It's going to be a tough charge because even to John Dixon is not stepping up, making plays there as well. Callaway is going to be one of them. Harty is the the other uh, four and five. The six could be Traquan Smith, Merritt, or, you know, you know, we know Quine is there. He got to do some, he going to be out for some time with the suspension uh, for the PED usage. So he kind of put himself in a funny position, but Kirk Merritt, man, is definitely somebody that does have the eye of the media and Dennis Allen. So if he keeps that up, man, he's going to make it tough for him. Justin Evans is another guy. One of our X-Men once highly touted second round pick will have to make his talents known again to compete for snaps this season. Evans missed significant time during his tenure with the Bucks due to injury, which ended up in his departure from the team. Now, interesting note that I recall from when the OTAs first started, when Underhill had, uh, reported that Justin Evans was his sleeper player for the team because of a, his unique athleticism, his, uh, specifically in the way he moved. Now, we talked about Evans. I remember looking at Evans. I did some research on Evans. I looked at a lot of film on Justin Evans, and I'm saying that that he never should have left Tampa Bay. Really, the thing that kind of got him out the door is the injuries. Well, he did. He was not active from football for two years until he was completely, completely healthy. The Saints get him for a Subway sandwich and a Coke, and now he's here to make some moves. And then, of course, he had some injuries in the secondary. On the back end of our group with Smoke uh, Monday and now Bryce Thompson, uh, uh, sorry for those brothers, but they'll be back uh, in the future. But in terms of Justin Evans, Justin Evans is there, and he looks good. And he keeps doing what he's doing. He's going to make the team, man. Trust and believe that. So that was a good call right there. 
All right. So anyway, let's finish up. Evans will look to find himself the starting caliber player he once was in preseason with a strong performance. He will solidify himself with P.J. Williams as the next guys up at the safeties behind Marcus May and Tyron Matthew. Now, remember, it's Justin Evans. We talk about the safety room behind Marcus May and Matthew. It's uh, P.J. Williams. It's Justin Evans. It's no particular order, but it's Daniel Sorensen's there. And there's guys like JT Gray. Don't forget JT Gray, our special teams ace. He's a safety. So that's four guys right there. So we'll see how it looks. But Justin Evans is sitting ahead of the pack. So he's looking pretty good. Next guys, two guys, Tony Jones Jr. and Abram Smith. One of these two guys could go from very little to no snaps in the regular season to possibly a significant number of carries per game. Kamara's pending suspension holds the cards. For these two individuals, if it ends up missing time and the team doesn't feel the need to add a player via free agency, it'll be up to one of these guys to separate themselves and take on that number two running back role until Kamara returns. I think Tony, when you talk about Tony Jones Jr. and Abram Smith, word on the street, you know, I like to throw that out there. Word on the street is Devine Zigbo is the guy that's leading uh, the close behind uh, the top guys, you know, AK-41 and Brother Ingram. Those are two guys there. Then, of course, of the lesser known backs, word on the street, Devine Zigbo has the third position. But we'll see uh, during his preseason games who they'll be getting a good look at. I know Dennis Allen likes uh, Abram Smith, but Tony Jones Jr. is a very intriguing pro uh, 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 player prospect for the black and gold because I like his shiftiness and his bowling ball style of running. But Devine Zigbo is something totally different than most of those guys. Now, Tony has a lot more wiggle than Abram Smith because Abram Smith just to run over your ass. He a north-south runner with attitude and power. So that's what Abram Smith represents, and it'll be fun to see how many running backs the Saints keep, including fullback. Now, in, in my scenario, in my mind, uh, if I was Abram Smith, you know, or the Saints, I'd be looking at trying to find a running back that can play fullback because the fullback position to me is a wasted position. Now they do, they're going to switch up the offense, but how often are we going to really use that fullback? Meaning if we could find, or perhaps I don't know if Abram Smith can, but he's a powerful guy. He played linebacker. Then he turned into a running back. Uh, he's a big physical runner. Perhaps we can have uh, one of our running backs to convert to a fullback or, or have a running back fullback type dude. Like what coach Payton tried to do when he had, um, What's the brother we picked up from Carolina? Um, man, I was so happy when they picked that brother up because I seen what Coach Payton was trying to do. It just never materialized. He didn't give it enough chance to work. What's the guy we picked up? Family was the fullback. He came from the Paralina, the Carolina Panthers, and I said the Paralina, the Carolina, <laughs> the paralyzed Panthers. But who was the guy? Who what was his name, fam? That we picked up. Y'all put it in the chat and remind me. What was his name? What was his, what was that brother's name? I forgot the man name, but I would like to, but I, to get more usage out of the fullback position. Cause Adam Prentice is our guy. I would rather have a guy that can play fullback and then perhaps be, you know, be a power running, you know, be a backup running back. And then of course have the ability to even be a tight end. If you need him, you see what I'm saying? You know, get to get more usage out of that fullback position. But I forgot the name of the guy, man. What was the guy, man? Y'all put it. Cause we, do we really need a fullback? You know, do we really need that guy? There you go. Thank you. Heart. The heart nailed it. Thank you. Jay, uh, brother, Jerry, Alex Arma. That's what it was. Yeah. Alex Arma. Alex Arma was a guy that I think coach Peyton. I knew what he was trying to do. And I kept saying, 
if Coach Payton, if you can find a guy that's similar to the running the fullback that the, the 49ers have, you know, and that for the 49ers fullback, yeah, that dude, that dude is awesome. Because that dude plays fullback. He slides out, play tight end for you. He even plays in the slot if you need him to. He even acts as a short yardage running back for you. They get full value. Yeah, they get yeah, there you go, H backs. There you go, uh South Cop. Yeah, let's get some of those guys in here as opposed to a traditional F back. We don't need that. F that. We don't need the F back. <laughs> let's get the H back in here. I don't know, Marvin. I don't know if Taysom Hill is going to be the fullback, bro. I mean, I know they're going to use him in different ways, but I don't know if I'll, you know, I, I don't know. But, you know, that's just a thought on that, man. Y'all let me know how y'all feel about that. But anyway, that's the article right there from Canal Street Chronicles. Fam, y'all feel free to kind of jump on in that thing and share this stuff as well. And, of course, the final article right here, fam, is from the NFL.com. It's saying Saints Taysom Hill on switch to tight end. This isn't necessary what I want. It's what's best for the team. It's not what he wants. Listen, Taysom, let me just tell you something, bro. Taysom, I like you a lot, bro. Uh, Taysom Sean Hill. <laughs> Since you're going to be calling out names, uh, 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 Tom Patrick Edward Brady. Uh, Taysom Sean Hill. Let me tell you something, bro. Man, listen, man. The Saints have really, you got to thank the Saints and Coach Payton, man, for making you relevant in the NFL. Nobody else was going to create, had the imagination to take you and do that. Nobody. So, and listen, coach Payton in all his brilliance, as, as people say, called you Steve young, gave you an opportunity and you fail as a quarterback. But did that stop him from finding a role for you as opposed to putting you on the street? You know, nah, Turned you into a tight end, a running back. He did everything he could to keep you uh, on, on the field. <laughs> and then, of course, a lot of people like to knock Traquan Smith upside the head with with commentary. And I always used to say family. A lot of that was due to the fact that Taysom Hill was stealing a lot of those wide receivers reps, including Ta uh, Traquan Smith. Remember, Taysom Hill was getting out <laughs> in the wide receiver room and the wide receivers is sitting on their ass. Out there not developing. So Taysom Hill, man, listen, bro. You better be happy, man, that the Saints did this, man. Because if you were relying strictly as a quarterback, you would not have made it. You'd have been a journeyman. You would have been a third-string quarterback probably playing in the USFL right now, man. To be honest with you, if you would have been that lucky. But no, absolutely not, man. The Saints gave Taysom every opportunity to be a quarterback. A year ago around this time, Taysom Hill was embroiled in the quarterback competition with Jameis Winston. No, he wasn't. That people use embroiled. That is not the correct term. <laughs> this is NFL.com, by the way, NFL.com. There was no quarterback competition, man. <laughs> now, it was a quarterback annihilation. You won't put that there. And there was no embroiling of anything. <laughs> there wasn't even a boiling. Yeah, shit, you want to use cooking terms? That, you, that wasn't even, you ain't even turn the light on on this. You ain't even turn the gas and it went, you know, you go tick, 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 push. That wasn't even the case. They ain't even turn the damn button. It was not a competition. It was an evisceration. Jameis Winston ran through that boy like he was a like transparent ghost. You know, he didn't have an opportunity. He didn't have <laughs> a competition. 
There's no QB battle in New Orleans this year, though. Instead, there wasn't one last year. <laughs> Instead, longtime Saint Swiss Army Knife is being asked to add another tool to his arsenal and play tight end. First of all, he played tight end last year and the year before that. He played wide receiver tight end. He had a fullback, running back, and a little quarterback. Coach Payton did everything in the, in the world to keep Taysom on the field because he's awesome athletically. He's a he's a dangerous guy with a lot of talent, man. If he gets healthy, man, you got Taysom Hill running around there as a wide receiver and defensive backs and safeties, you know, DBs, cornerback safeties don't want nothing to do with tackling that man. <laughs> That's another thing. Once Taysom gets healthy and he's running back there too, man. See, we talk about Jarvis. We talk about Chris Olave. We talk about the mighty Mike Thomas. We talk about AK-41. We talk about these guys, but Taysom Hill is a guy that will kill you, man. <laughs> when he's healthy, Taysom, you're talking about Taysom running routes, and he did a pretty good job of running routes and catching the ball with his hands, securing the ball as a wide receiver, and then running in between the defensive backs out there looking for contact. Man, nobody don't want to see Taysom Hill. They know that. And that's another weapon that the Saints will unveil along with Deontay Hardy, Callaway, and all these guys. That's why I'm saying, man, we looking, we so taken back, and we supposed to be by our elite wide receiver group. But Taysom Hill running around behind there. <laughs> they ain't going to know what's coming. All right. Things aren't up to me, said Hill via the website with Michael Hall. I'm willing to do what I need to do to help us win football games. I love playing. And so it creates opportunities for me to add value and be on the field and compete. That's right. But if you was a good quarterback, you know, Coach Payton gave you any opportunity to win the job last year. You couldn't do it, my friend. You're not a very good quarterback. You're good at other things. You're good at catching the ball, playing wide receiver, tight end, running back. You're good at that. But when it came down to quarterback, no, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Not at all. This is the nature of the NFL. This isn't necessarily what I want. It's what's best for the team, and I'm good with that. Now, what you want, what you want is to have a job in the NFL. You see what I'm saying? Because you could be working somewhere else, not playing football, and working like a regular man. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> You could be driving a trash truck somewhere. You could be, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you could be a forklift driver somewhere. But instead, you're making millions of dollars playing the children's game, man. I would just be the hell. I would just be happy where I'm at and say, listen, they gave me a shot at the quarterback position. I wasn't good enough. So, you know, you know that, that the Saints gave me a fair chance. You think anybody else besides the Saints imagination would have did that with Taysom? I think not. Tramal, thank you for the super chat, bro. He says, Peyton think he's Jesus trying to turn project players into wine. <laughs> Not Jesus, Steve Young. <laughs> yeah, he tried to turn him into Steve Young. Thank you, Maul. Thus, he'll have souls to catch in passes from Winston rather than competing with him. Currently, Hill is learning a new position while on the men for the 21 season ending list Frank injury and a rib injury suffered on July the 29th, according to the routine. He said, I'm just starting to ramp up again and it take one day at a time who wore a nine contact red jersey the last two practices and i was watching the footage of Taysom, and you can see right there in his face man that he he's not the starter in the tight end position that is for adam troutman he could he's seen as the second guy behind troutman because troutman is actually the tight end now this will work out for Taysom hill because what it does is it'll provide great value insofar as not great value can goods <laughs> but terrific value insofar as 
he'll be competing against players that's severely less talented uh, talented than him when he gets out there on that field. He'll be running around and, and, and doing all kinds of stuff, catching the ball, running over people. You know that little step would taste him like to run over you and then jump up, hop up and jump like because <laughs> he's crazy as hell. I think this will be a good year for Taysom Hill, man. Just sit back and enjoy it, man. You know, he won't, he'll get a few snaps, but he will not be overused because the Saints have so much talent. They can play as a team and allow the ball to come to those uh, people when they're open. When our offense is like that, you will have tremendous success because just like uh, uh, Drew told, Drew Brees told Tays, uh, Jameis, he told him what? To take what the defense gives you and be patient. That's what he told him. He said, I know things aren't going. He says, I know things are going to ask. He said, I, I, I know some of the things they're going to ask me to do. Who shares the tight end, the tight end position with Adam Troutman in the team's first unofficial depth chart. I'm still very raw in a lot of stuff, but it's nice to get some exposure. The 31 year old BYU product is heading into his sixth NFL season. But lining up in the three point stance, for instance, is an over concept. He says, I've never done that before. Like I said, we're started from ground zero and we just started building there so with with starts and reps at the quarterback and receiver hill is able to lean on past experience to aid him in the bit of the maturation process he says i'm kind of just he says i i, I kind of just do what i want to do uh want to he said I do what i want to do uh i'm sorry i'm sorry y'all i kind of just do what i want looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, PrizePix will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepix.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepix.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix, daily fantasy sports made easy. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A tight end to do if I was playing quarterback for... For that rep, he'll say, I've taken that mindset into the tight end position. But realistically, playing quarterback and tight end are vastly different. No, 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 no kidding there. All right. He says, I think the element of my game playing quarterback, there was a physical element to that. Yes, indeed. Because you really, when you was playing quarterback, you was actually playing running back because you wasn't throwing the ball that much. <laughs> you get back there behind it. He says, physical. Hell yeah, it was physical. Because what you did was ran all the time. You know? <laughs> Yeah, I would say that was physical, you know, and when you was throwing it, you had a couple of completions and several of them were six feet over guys that were six foot six. So, I mean, at the end of the day, man, it is definitely that. All right. He says there's definitely a mental element to tight end, but far more physical element to play in that position than the quarterback position. He was up front about the struggle and changing positions 
that he'd rather be taking snaps than blocking and catching balls. Unfortunately, ultimately, he's confident he'll be able to bring his versatility to Saints offense, even if his primary position is changing from QB to tight end. They already said they're going to have him uh, throwing the ball in some tight end packages, which I'm not upset about as long as they balance it. They're going to try to bring some of that in. I don't think it'll be that that widespread. And, you know, in some of these trick bag plays that they like to run. But we'll see. We've got a structure of what we've been doing in the past. I think we'll just continue to build on that. I don't think what I have been doing is going to change. It's just expanding that role. They're trying to give me the best opportunity to be successful. We're trying to build and play within the concept of a team dynamic. Not one person that we're going to rely on. We know we have options, one, two, three, and so on and so forth. But at the same time, as a whole, if you know you want to do. So if you got guys that's wide open, you want to make sure they get the ball. And remember, when we operated that in the past, we, the Saints offense was damn near impossible to stop because the Saints operated with moving the ball to the open man. Can we revisit that? that scheme and that mindset again, because that created ultimate success because you couldn't pin, you couldn't pinpoint from week to week who the saints wanted. It was the, the game was what we call, it was a living situation, which means if you wanted to double and triple team, that guy and that guy is open. We go into that guy, that guy catches the ball and he's open. We're going to beat you with that guy. If you switch to that guy and leave that other guy open, we going on over there. And then when that would sway from week to week and the saints had tremendous success doing that. And that it was super hard for coordinators, defensive, Opposing defensive coordinators to pinpoint exactly what the Saints was doing uh, with their game plan. So yeah, this is that that's 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 great. All right, so let's do a brief recap. We started the stream off, fam. Listening to Dennis Allen talk about week four, or day fourteen of the camp, and breaking down some stuff. We even went into the observations for Camp fourteen that's provided by Saints News Network. Shout out to them, and of course, went over the Saints roster moves that happened today. Uh, they officially announced. Uh, the signing of Costello and several other players as well. We covered that. We talk about players to watch in the first preseason game from Canal Street Chronicles. And ultimately, we talked about the Taysom Hill article, him and his mindset about the tight end position. Just be happy you own the team, Taysom. I'm going to just keep it a buck with you, bro. Just be happy that you own the team, to be honest with you. Thank you, brother. Tay Noy says, do you think we'll see Chris Olave Saturday? Oh, yeah, no doubt. I think Chris Olave definitely will play Saturday. The rookies, you're going to see those rookies, bro. You're going to see maybe not, maybe not Alante Taylor and obviously not DeMarco Jackson because he's injured, but the rest of our rookies, our draft picked rookies. Oh yeah, most certainly you'll definitely see them. So, all right, let's get on back. All right. Shout out to the fam. Thank you for the super chat, by the way, brother Taylor. You're going to definitely see Chris Olave on Saturday, fam. Now, how much of them you're going to see that, that, that depends on, what DA wants to do. Now I know he wants to probably get some of his young, younger players, a few reps. In I there think the role for Taysom, um, oh, excuse me on that. That's so DA started talking, but anyway, basically you're going to see some of those guys and maybe a crystal lobby for a series or two before he gets yanked. Obviously you want to give him a little bit and then bring him out, you know, and that's the thing about preseason. It's like the coaches, you know, they're under pressure to get these guys, the reps, and it's kind of like playing chess to a degree. You know what I mean? Because you want to make sure you make the right move because you don't want a player, a very impactful player that you're going to be counting on going into the regular season, gets hurt in preseason, God forbid, and then they're going to really catch hell from that. The coaches catch hell for that. So they have a very uh, uh, difficult job of figuring out how they're going to do that. But seeing if I'm if I'm Coach uh, Dennis, I'm saying I, I give him a few series and pull him out off that thing 
and give a lot of reps to my my young wide receivers out there and see what they can do. Get them some hot reps. You see what I'm saying? Because how much do you really need to see? The question is, do I really need to see a lot of Chris Olave? I mean, seriously, you want to give him a few reps here, but do you really need to really see him as a coach? Now, as a family member, you want to see him out there, but as a coach, do you really need to see him out there? You already know what you got. If family, y'all can watch how he plays the game mindset and all. You know that he's got it. Now, he will improve with reps, but those reps most certainly won't come in the in the preseason. Not a lot of them anyway, you know. That you know, you that's a very fine line. We've we've seen that uh, far too too much of people getting hurt in um in these preseason games that don't count. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was reading like uh, DC. <laughs> All right, thank you, bro. Appreciate you. Ryan says, do you think Dalton is going to play the game this weekend, or are they going to split reps between Book and Costello? Uh, Da, I think they're going to put Dalton in there. You'll see Andy Dalton. Uh, in the game and, and ultimately we'll bring a uh, book in and I don't know if you'll see Costello I know he just got here I don't know if he knows enough of the game plan to get in there but you never know they might just throw him at to see how he is thank you Marvin uh, for the super sticker bro appreciate you man thank you for that thank you sir alright alright Scoob says QR division is on notice this year ain't your father say yeah that's right this ain't your granddaddy saints that's what we like to say down <laughs> this ain't this ain't your grandpappy saints you know what I'm saying that's what we like to say down here. These Saints, these are contending Saints, man. And listen, we looking to knock the hell out the league. That's what we're going to do. What's up, Ramsey? Shout out to you, fam. Real uh, real fan sports. What's good, fam? Appreciate you. Okay, thank you, bro, from my, from my boy Hoodie's channel. Thank you, bro, for, for, uh, for coming over and checking out the broadcast. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. And a shout out to you, my friend. Thank you, sir. All right. All right. Let's see what else we got there. Shout out. All right, Hart said Pete Carmichael knows what he's doing this year. Uh, this year's season was suspended, proved at the highest offensive yards per game. Per, what's that game? Numbers for the season. Okay, all right. Thank you, Hart. Thank you for that, fam. How many linebackers are hurt? What's up, Big Earth? Shout out to you, fam. Well, I mean, you got DeMarco, uh, DeMarco Jackson, our fifth-round draft pick on IR. He done for the year. That's the fifth-round pick right there. Uh, you have Pete Werner, who's nicked up. So he's not playing right there. So that's two. Um, thank you, Jay Survivor, bro. Shout out. He said Ruiz needs all the reps, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised with the say this the the reps. I don't know how much of the offensive line they're gonna do, but you know, the the preseason is we just happy to have we've been starved for football over the last several months. And just seeing preseason, we're like, yeah, man, just a little anything. But really, truthfully, you know, there's a little bit of play you get most of your defense and offensive starters in there and you don't get them all together enough to do enough to build anything. That's why the first month of the NFL season looks like what it is. People, it just looks terrible at times. <laughs> and then it takes at least, you know, two to four to two in some teams, two to six weeks before you start seeing them gel before things normalize and people start figuring out what they got to do. That's why the first month of the NFL season looks like what it is because a lot of people don't want to get their players hurt in preseason so they play a lot of the guys a lot of the unknown players and most of these unknown players don't even make the squads so you plan them to see who you like and then you pick for a few from there and then the rest you put them in the street so i mean you know so that's why people pushing to eliminate the preseason well how will we evaluate our talent if that's the case you, you do scrimmages 
You know, that's how it will work. And ultimately, they're going to get rid of preseason. I'm just going to let you know that, man. The incrementalists, they do everything by increment. And, you know, they started and you, you had four. Now you got three and then it's going to go down to two. And eventually, within the next four to six years, they're going to eliminate it entirely. Watch. You're going to see. All right. Uh, he says, this year, Sean was suspended. Okay. Thank you, Hart. Okay. I got what you're saying, fam. I got you. Big Irv says, if Reese don't play well in the season, I think it's time for him to hit the bench. Okay, thank you. What's up, Colorado? Shout out to you, fam. Appreciate you. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I think uh, you know, going back to the linebacker uh, question that you posed, Irv, that's two guys right there that's, that's, that's out. So the Saints had to bring guys in to compete. So you didn't see with uh, them getting rid of Jalil Johnson, the interior defensive lineman, they didn't bring in a linebacker. The Saints are kind of looking at the inside, the guys that they got in the building already. Dowell, Ellis, Bourne came back. Now, they wasn't talking about Bourne. I don't know what was going on with Bourne, whether he had an injury or it was something personal with his family. They're not even talking about that. Media ain't even asking the questions like he don't even exist. I'm like, where the hell is Zach Bourne at? You know, he needs to be here. This is his final year. He needs to be in there showing up and showing out why he got an opportunity. This is this is the time you step up. Pete Wern is not in there. Let's see what you can do. And truth be told, if you think about it, he was a guy the Saints gave up picks to move up to get uh, Zach Bond and had all this stuff on. And with, with Werner out and Demario Davis there, Zach Bond should be the guy you're looking at. He should be, right? You know, where's Bond? So he's in there. He was doing some side work, according to the report. So we'll see what, what, it, what it's shaking. Of course, Eric Wilson is there. He's another guy that the Saints are looking at. So I think the Saints are looking at kind of seeing what the linebackers they already have in the building could do. If they give him more reps, so we'll see. Rams say, hey, Q, do you think we take a look at Roquan from Chicago? I mean, the Saints could take a look at him, bro. But I was looking up his contract because most of the time people will throw these people out here. And I like Roquan, uh, Roquan Smith. He's a terrific player. But you throw these they, people, throw these guys out here. And I know he having issues with the Chicago Bears. But, you know, his contract, I was looking at he's in the final year of his contract. He's making $9 million. The Saints just have over $8 million in cap left. So, I mean, they can go and look at them all they want. What kind of compensation are the Bears looking for one of the best young linebackers in the game? It won't be cheap, right? What is, what's the compensation? And do the Saints really, and, and then think about it like this. Is Roquan Smith in the long-range plans for the Saints? Meaning, Demario Davis just got extended. If you bring Ro Roquan Smith in here, you got to make an adjustment, monetarily speaking, to compensate uh, them either in draft assets or a combination to play, whatever, to get him here. Then you would have to extend him because he's in the final year of the deal. Now, how does that look versus Demario Davis extension and Pete Werner, who the Saints are high on? That's why you don't have Quan Alexander is because of Pete Werner. They want Werner as a starter and Quan to be the guy backing him up and plus splitting that with special teams duties. So they have a vision for what they think with the Saints defense linebacker wise look going ahead. Does Roquan Smith in, um, fit in that vision for the black and gold? That's the thing. Now, anybody want a talented guy like that, man, but, you know, what's the vision for the Saints to be able to add such a player? See, that's what I look at when I when people, when we start looking at all these players that are unhappy with their contracts. You know, he ha he wants money. <laughs> he wants to be paid. So he's unhappy, such and such, because he wants to be paid. He in the final year of his deal. He wants a big contract. So if you trade for him, don't think that the disgruntlement goes away. You will have to compensate him and pay him a chunk of contract. 
Is that in your plans currently, New Orleans Saints, for this year? That's something that they have to go over. So the money is always an issue and the compensation as well. So, I mean, that's just how I look at it if I put my GM hat on. You know what I'm saying? All right, Ryan says, Big Q, did you see Russell Gage uh, went out injured this week? No, I didn't, bro. And I like Russell Gage. You know, that's the LSU guy. Always send shout outs to all the LSU guys, no matter where they are. Uh, I'm sorry to hear Russell Gage uh, went out with an injury last week. I'm going to have to look into that, bro. Thank you for letting me know that. Uh, Marjivion, what's up, fam? Appreciate you. Uh, Scoop says, Q, is Caden due due to shine this year? He says, is Caden due to shine this year? I have him as most improved linebacker. Yeah, I mean, he's so frustrating, bro. You watch Caden Ellis play, man. He has the size, the athleticism. He's very intelligent. But it's just at times he has these lapses. And I and I don't know if it's due that he don't get enough reps, you know, to get in the game and happen. But with whatever Zach Bowen's going through, Caden Ellis is the next man up and Eric Wilson is there. But he has an advantage over Eric Wilson being that all the, the system in it, the system that he's he's known since he's been here. The Saints drafted Ellis several years ago with the seven round pick. And he's been in the same system for years and he's facing the final year of his contract. So if that is indeed the case with Caden Ellis, then this should be the year that he shines, Scoop. The only system defensively he's ever known for as a professional in the NFL is the Saints system, which gives him an, a, a definite advantage over guys like Eric Wilson. So could he use that? Could he take that in his you know, use that advantage to his own to help him rise in the linebacker room. We'll see plenty of Caden Ellis in the preseason. I promise you that, fam. Thank you for that, Scoop. Shout out. Uh, Scoop said the Bears have to extend him to the Saints cap friendly deal. Then the Saints have to extend him how much money? Yeah, I know. We got just over $8 million. Eight, I think it's $8.3 million is what the Saints have. And currently, Ra- Roquan Smith's contract, he's not, he, he's in the final year of his deal at $9 million. It's like over $9 million for that so like once again the saints can probably get it to work but what did where does that fit in what they trying to do with with uh pete werner the saints see pete werner as the guy and if you make a trade for roquan smith and pay him that money that pushes werner down into the depth chart i think the saints see him as a starter and he's a lot cheaper than roquan smith is even though he's not better than roquan smith i just don't think from a vision perspective, should I say that he fits in the saints vision, even though obviously adding him would make you your defense that much better. But I don't know if he's in the vision of the saints, you know, they like Werner, his development, his cheap contract. They just extended out Demario Davis. So, you know, that's stuff to think about too. You know what I'm saying? All right. Uh, what's up, Marvin? He said, we, he, we would lose a bunch to get them many contracts. We yeah, yeah, it's interesting to see. Thank you, Hart. Appreciate you, man. All right. Yeah, yeah. He says every week this was saying, he says everyone this week was saying, why didn't we pay Quan? It wasn't about the dollars. He didn't want to split the reps. Yes, that's indeed. And that's what it is. When it comes down to it, like we talked about, like I wanted to know, I was like, okay, let me go and pull this up. And this was when we did the Quan Alexander show. I said, and I show, I say, family, let me show y'all something. And I showed you the contract details of Quan Alexander's deal. And I was saying only one or two things is happening here. Either one is the money that the Saints don't feel comfortable with matching. Or either it's a position. It's something tied to his position. Where they see Pete Werner ahead of him. Because they can say we're a 4-3 defense. If you're a 43 defense, that's three linebacker positions. 
Quan would be one of the three. But obviously, the Saints' mindset is they're now a modified nickel starting unit, which means you require two starting linebackers. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. I still would have given uh, some extra money to Quine and probably, you know, said, listen, it'll be a competition for the second position. You know, you you and uh, Pete Werner will compete with it as opposed to just saying, no, Pete's the starter and we can we want you as the backup and you don't have to play on special teams. He said, uh, no, I'm going to the Jets. So I want to start. So he wants to start for the Jets. And ultimately, what he's attempting to do, family, is to work himself into a multi-year contract. He's tired of going year to year. He wants to have that. Remember, it's been three years since he had a multi-year contract. The last time he had one is when he got one uh, with the 40, when he was on the 49ers contract, when the Saints picked him up. Remember that? He had that big fat deal with them. He's trying to get back to a final multi-year contract is what his goal, his end goal is. It's very simple to see what he's doing. But I knew off, I was like, it's either the money or, uh, or something tied to the position. And when you looked at the contract, it was 1.3 for one year that the Jets gave him. I'm like, what? That 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 point it was that put the spotlight on exactly what it was. So, you know, it is what it is. I would have just said it'd been the competition, fam. Look, you're gonna have to compete with Pete Werner for the job. You see what I'm saying? But he, it's, so the job is open. Yeah, you're gonna have to. We're going to a modified nickel. You're gonna have to compete with Pete Werner. Oh, for sure. So either way, you would win because it would be a competition and let the best man win the job. And it would have been a one year deal anyway because you would have simply matched what the Jets gave him. That was that's how I would handle it. That way you would have depth at the position and you would have them for a cheaper price and you would create the competition that you still got Pete Werner on the multiple years. So he's not going anywhere. So, like I said, that's how I would handle it. But it is what it is. It's, he, he's a, it's a done daughter, man. He's gone. All right. But uh, shout out. What's up, Clint? He said I would extend CD instead of going after Roquan money better spent. OK, I got you on that. All right. So shout out. Inevitable. He said Brady can take all the time he wants away. Those annual, you know what, from the Saints. Yeah, I heard about him doing that, man. Yeah, I, I heard about him doing that. You know, I heard about him doing that, man. Stepping away, family, from uh, uh, the, the time, trying to kind of take time out, man. Uh, You know that. But that's not bad, man. Tom Brady, man, you know, he can do that right now. And they can get their backup quarterbacks in there and get the, get the work going on. And then when he's ready, man, <laughs> Tom Brady ain't going to play in no preseason, man. It's the time for him to step away and get his business right. So I'm not mad at that. I'm not surprised at that at all. All right. Shout out to the fam, man. Thank you all, man. Appreciate your heart. All right. Big Irv says we should expect a decision on May and AK suspensions. Well, AK suspension won't be until September of the, what is it, 29th of September. 
So we already know we have him for at least three games. September the 29th is uh, AK's next court hearing. And as far as Marcus May's situation, we'll know that real soon. Well, in the coming weeks anyway. Uh, Jay Survivor, thank you for coming, becoming the pro star, my fam. Shout out for you. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Who that to you, Jay Survivor? Appreciate you. All right. Uh, what's up, fam? Shout out to my boy. Who that confessional? What's up, brother Deuce? How you doing, fam? All right. Shout out to you, man. Appreciate you for checking uh, in with the stream, my friend. Who that to you, fam? All right. All right. Reverend Deuce, uh, shout out to you, brother. Thank you. All right. Let's who else we got there, uh, he said, yeah, for references. Yeah, you're right, Deuce. Pretty sure they did try to. Yeah, yeah, they did, bro. But, you know, and, you know, and like I was saying, bro, the you looked at his money. You looked at what possibly could happen in the, the, the in my estimation, bro, with looking at it, because a lot of these moves are nothing new. You know what I'm saying? They're templates of, of moves that we see other players try. That's not too much. It's not new. Nothing new under the sun, so to speak, when it goes time down for stuff like that you know what i mean so when he made that move we know quine is his end game is to get another multi-year contract that's what it is you know because remember the last what is it this is the third year in a row that he has he's been having them one-year deals and remember he said as much last year when he his one of his things that he wanted to do was have a multi-year contract so you know he had two proof to say he gave the saints two prove it deals and they work out this time around, he wants to see if he can secure a multi-year contract. So more power to him, bro. You know, hopefully he tries to get that. All right. Brother Wallace, who that to you, fam? Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you stopping by, man. Ramsey said, what's the story on Aaron Rodgers using this hallucinogenic drink? Doing the, I don't know nothing about that, bro. <laughs> is, that a, that's, is that a new fancy drink that's uh, for, for, for beers? You know, for hot, for, uh, for uh, alcohol? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of hallucinogenic drink is Aaron Rodgers doing? He got that crazy haircut and he trying to, you got, he looks like a, a hippie, a hippie guitar man or something. I don't know. I don't know what Aaron Rodgers is doing, man. It just seemed like some of them dudes be getting bored with life, man. I don't know. All right. Shout out to you. All right. All right. Marvin says birthday. Okay. Bur happy, uh, happy early birthday to you that brother. <laughs> yeah. Carla says after the court hearing, no decision will be made on it until the case settles or closed. There you go. Yeah, you know something. That's right. And remember, this could drag on a little bit, fam. It's not going to be nothing instant, fam. You know, it's not going to be nothing instant. What's up, Demetri said? They knew in a fair linebacker competition, Quan was going to win. They want Pete to start. Yeah, I think the Saints uh definitely looking at Pete Werner as a guy. A lot of people like Pete. Well, I like Pete Werner, man. I think Pete Werner's is is a, he has the potential to be a very special linebacker for the Saints. He got a alt. He got a really great teacher in Demario Davis. To be honest with you, but you know. He got nicked up last year. He's nicked up now. Hopefully, he can kind of get over that and kind of be uh, get back to where we want him to be to kind of uh, be healthy and help out the, the situation. Wallace says, "Q, I wouldn't be surprised if next year we go after Ale crying after crying Alexander and paying him what we should have paid him in the contract." I don't know about that, bro. <laughs> they don't go crying after too much if your name ain't Drew Brees. <laughs> All right. All right. Who uh, do said uh, one issue with Noel is that they are notoriously blunt with details. They weren't going to pay Quine to be a starter multi-year because he can't stay healthy. I get that. But sucks for Quine. There you go. Well said, bro. Well said. Well said. Absolutely. That's that's right. They won't get caught up in no long term deal with somebody they can't trust to be healthy. 
And that would explain the the, the bevy of one year issue, uh, one year prove it deals, huh? He just maybe he got tired of trying to prove it to the Saints. <laughs> maybe he got tired of the one year prove it deals. Like, man, I'm tired of giving y'all all these goddamn prove it deals. I'm tired of it. I done proved enough to y'all. Y'all either give me what I want or I'm going to the Jets. Well, partner, listen, bro. We love you. We the Saints. We gave you an opportunity. You know, go on on and see if the Jets can give you what you want. Jets say, no, we won't give you another one year prove it deal. <laughs> but we'll see if he can get back there, man. That's the big part of Quan Alexander's game is that he has to stay healthy. That's the problem. Once you take on the rep as a person that's injury prone, boy, that really hurts your money. I mean, long-term speaking, you know what I'm saying? So there it is. Well said, Deuce. All right. So, uh, yeah, he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you, bro. <laughs> uh, King of South Cops said he was traveling in Brazil and drunk and drunk a, na- a national hella suit, a hella, what's that? Hella uh, genic drink? Hallucinogenic, okay. And this the league said that if he doesn't test positive, it's all good. What? Man, whatever, man. If that was the Saints, man, if that was the Saints, man, could you understand what that would have been able to kick? The, you know, boy, I'll tell you. I guess if he doesn't taste, uh, test positive, it's all good. Well, we'll see. NFL said he can drink the DMT he wants. Doesn't violate the drug policy. If it was someone else, they would have. Yeah, I know, man. It's 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 sad, man. But it's like I told you, man, you, you can start seeing that. All right, Damon says, what's up, Q? Uh, just peeping and showing my support while at work. For a second, by the way, see you've been in that gym. <laughs> Not as much as you, Damon, bro. <laughs> Might have to hire you to be the trainer, man. I'm gonna get up there, man, and take a shot at the uh try to see if I can get in that heavyweight division, bro. Try to see if I can get a shot at uh that heavyweight title. <laughs> All right, shout out, bro. All right, inevitable. Say, so, yeah, Rogers can lie about being vaccinated and take drugs and nothing happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, he got he. Yeah, he a Packer, man. Just as long as he ain't a saint, baby. All right. Or oh, is it? It's an ancient medicine. Is that what's going on, Trey? I, I never heard of it, man. I don't know, man. He smoke. He's he smoking peace pipe. Is that what's going on? I don't know. I'm going to have to look that up, bro. Y'all y'all teaching me something. I know absolutely nothing about that. All right. Okay. Brute Saints. I don't think Saints punishment will be as bad since Sean is gone. I don't know. I don't think it was Sean Payton. I think this goes back to like when... Tom Benson was there. That's some old history right there uh, with him and Goodell. You know, it was Jerry Jones and Tom Benson that voted against Goodell as a commissioner. Everybody else voted him. And guess what? Goodell has a, a memory and he hammers the Saints every chance he gets. He does. He's a scumbag, man. He really is. All right. All right. That's what it's called. I can't even pronounce that, uh, Trey. I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> I'm going to have to look that up, man. Y'all teaching me something. I don't know nothing about that. Okay, Jerome said, what happened to that other linebacker, Schubert? Yeah, that, I don't know. I think, I don't know if Schubert signed with somebody else. But, you know, hmm. but like I said, I think the Saints right now, they're just looking what they have in, in-house. They're going to look at these their own linebackers, whether that's Zach Bourne, Kate Nellis, Dowell, uh, Eric Wilson. They're going to, you know, we got a couple of uh, undrafted guys. I don't think they'll do anything but just be depth and perhaps practice squad uh squad on the back end but man like i said man they won't they looking in-house man maybe maybe down the line we'll see somebody creep in the door we just have to keep our eyes out for it all right shout out to the fam man 
All right, fam. So with that being said, I'm about to get ready to tip out on you. Listen, I appreciate y'all for chiming in. Shout out to all. What's up, Martian? Who that to you, fam? Appreciate you. All right. Uh, uh, all right. Who that says heart that that isn't the reason they do not care for the PFF grades, but he was good. Ha ha. Just the way that <laughs> that was worded made me. OK, I, I got you pipe up. All right. Yeah, Marvin, I see what you're saying, bro. Shout out. Once again, shout out to uh, brother uh, Deuce as well, man, for stopping by, dropping some knowledge in the great same thing. Thank Appreciate you, brother, for uh, showing some support. Much love to you and uh, keep doing the great work you're doing over there, man. Keeping it real on the black and gold. Shout out to you, baby. Uh, shout out to the rest of the family, too, man, for joining in the stream as well. If you hadn't get a ch gotten a chance, pl please feel free to smack that absolute hell out the like button. Hit the share button as well and make sure you uh, uh, you know, help the show by sharing the links as well. And like I said, fam, it's going to be fun watching it. Thank you, Bishop. Shout out to Bishop One Love for Rev trying to hog the chat. <laughs> I know that down, man. You know, Deuce is a good dude, man. Appreciate him, man. He got a lot of knowledge, man. All right, but yeah, yeah. But listen, thank y'all, man. Uh, like I said, to the great Saint Thank Tank and Who That Nation. Thank y'all for all the great things that y'all do, man. I appreciate y'all. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do tomorrow. Maybe we'll open up a Q&A or something like that tomorrow. I know uh, we might be having a Pelican Post game report for our Pell, uh, family members that will be rolling around as well. So maybe tomorrow we'll open up the uh, the phones uh, for commentary on the family members. We know that the Saints will be going through walkthroughs. We'll cover that stuff as well. And maybe open up the phone lines on the Friday stream for the family and, and be rolling like that. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No problem, dude. Shout out to you, baby. Uh, but yeah, appreciate all you guys. Now, please feel free to hit the like button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button and uh, and and be safe out there. And fam, we'll be back tomorrow, uh, maybe with a call in show and talking some more black and gold. So once again, we're going to highlight y'all later. Who that to you? I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like pissing, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Bucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network.
WhoThatDaily.com. That's right, the WhoThatDaily.com. Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top-flight boxing. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, WhoThatDaily.com is your site. The WhoThatDaily.com for the sport Who That in all of us. Check out the Pro Shop. That's right, the Pro Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the pro shops the link is in the description section below and remember it helps the platform continue to grow check out the pro shop looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season test your skills on prize picks the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports just select two or more players pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats and place your entry it's as easy as that if you have the skills you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.